Hey folks, um, I want to talk to you about a complicated feeling that I find myself having more and more lately. I've had in the past, but more and more lately, and that is fix it yourself or add it yourself or whatever. But people often come to me with bug reports, feature requests, all sorts of things. And uh, well, first, let me th let me tell you a quick story I've told on here before of a long time ago, I tweeted at Taylor or just into, I think it was into the void, um, something that I thought Livewire or sorry, Laravel should have. And I took a screenshot and I put it on Twitter and I was like, this shouldn't this exist or this would be cool or something like that. And then Taylor messed to like retweeted it or whatever, something and said, uh, PR is welcome or looking for that PR or something like that. And I took, I took the note. It was like, I was like, oh yeah, like he, this isn't just a guy sitting there looking to, that, that's why this is difficult is because in some senses there are, but this isn't just a guy sitting there waiting around for people to have ideas that he can implement. This is an open source project. Um, so we'll get into why this is a complicated thought to have, but I will say that I have it quite often. And it also depends on who's bringing the request to me where like, and this is, so Jason Beggs, he, he's working on an app for someone and he came to me with like, here's a couple bugs. He, it's like Jason works with me. He helps me do stuff all the time. Um, I often throw things at him and he just takes care of them. It's like a no brainer. It's like, of course I'm going to, you know, focus on the thing that you're having me focus on and that's kind of mine and jason's working relationship which is pretty cool is like it's not a lot of keeping track it's just kind of like we both make money from these things in some way so it's like hey can you take care of this sure can you take care of this sure and it's back and forth whatever but um so that's fine but then there's people who are just nobodies not in life but in in terms of you know how well i know them and who just come out with like this thing should be this way or there's this bug here or whatever. And my instinct with that is usually a more mild mannered, you know, fix it yourself. And then, and then there's people who come at me who are like, who more, I'm just going to use the harsh words of like, Oh me, even though even that is a really complicated thing to think people owing you things, but somebody who maybe, benefits from live wire but doesn't contribute back in a sense or something and it's like if they tell me to fix it then i'm like fix it yourself you're already benefiting like why am i going to do more work for you like okay the reason this is a complicated emotion one it comes from a place of mm, like of like assessing uh, assessing importance or assessing, I'm trying to figure out, it's a negative emotion. Let's at least say that more, the most broad way to say it is it's a negative emotion. Fix it yourself. Like that's the thing that somebody says who, who's like a little salty at the world or something. So I, I don't like feeling that way because it, it's indicative that I am that way or that it's just doesn't put you in a great headspace. But then again, there and so this was spurred by somebody asking for something today actually i mean i've gotten at least five like personal requests today and then i just watched dhh like do this little bit on you know everybody's kind of freaking out that he removed typescript from hotwire or whatever and and he he's like okay i spent millions on this software for you 
and I gave it to you for free. It's a gift. Now you're mad at the gift? You want a different gift? And somebody in the comments said something like in Jamaica, we'd say, I gave you a horse. You want the saddle too? Like it's, and that's definitely what it feels like often. But again, another reason it's a complicated emotion. It's like, well, this is my software, quote unquote. I could take the repo. I could just delete the repo, you know, or archive it. Like you could fork it or whatever, but it's like, I have a lot of power over the project. Um, I'm invested in it. It's like, quote unquote, my project. I built most of it. So it's like, I'm also kind of, that's the other thing is, is I've done this to people because it's like, okay, it's your project. You have all the context. It's going to take you 15 minutes to fix this thing. And it, I would have to download it, fork it, get it up and running, get the tests up and running, learn how you operate in this repo, make the fix in a code base I'm unfamiliar with, learn the code base, learn enough to make a PR that's good enough, pull request it, and hope that it gets merged. It might not get merged. Hope that you entertain me enough and we work back and forth. So I get it. It's not so simple. It's not like it's an easy, okay, yeah, it's like just as easy for me to fix it as for you. I get it. It's more work for you to fix it than it is for me to fix it. But nonetheless, so there are people in the community like Josh Hanley. I've picked on these people a hundred times. Josh Hanley, Adrian Philo, you know, these guys are in the repo. Philo is like a great example of somebody who benefits from Livewire. He has a paid product, you know, about live or that uses Livewire, you know, wire elements. And then he has, um, I guess wire elements. And then I think unlock.sh or whatever, his other like product, I think uses Livewire, I think. Um, so whatever, he's benefiting from Livewire. And this is a person who not only if he needs a fix, will provide a failing to, he'll take it as far as he can. He will go above and beyond. He hangs out in discussions and helps people. He submitted a ton of failing tests for random bugs that he probably doesn't even experience just to help me out. He pitches in, which is great. This is like the ultimate, you know, symbiotic relationship is like, I help him. He helps me. There's no money exchange. It's just value exchange. Somebody puts something out there for free. Somebody else values it and they pitch back in when they need something or they want something. That's the way it should be from a maintainer's perspective. So again, this is a complicated emotion, but I'm here to talk about complicated emotions. This is, sometimes I have like a stance. This is not a stance. This is just something that if you're a maintainer, you identify with this 100%. If you're not a maintainer, you could probably empathize with it. But I remember when I, I've talked about when I wasn't a full-time open source maintainer, when I wasn't even an open source maintainer, it's, it's sort of this feeling that like, yeah, I get it. Like, but it's your project. Wouldn't you want to know? at least know, or like, I've already decided I'm not going to fix this. I don't have the time, but wouldn't you want to know that the bug exists? So would you rather me just not tell you or not ask you? So it's not even on your radar or would you rather me just tell you? So I've felt all those things. I've thought all those things. I get it. They're logical. That's the thing. Everybody involved in this for the most part is either, you know, just genuine in their intentions or whatever, or oblivious. I think like somebody on Twitter asked me for, or showed me some bug, I affirmed like, oh yeah, I could see why that would be a bug. And I sort of explained how it's a bug or where, where it would be, you know, how it would be rooted, what, whatever. And, and I, you know, I logged it down on my little piece of paper and was like, hey, I put on my to-do, it's like, fix this bug. And I also realized like Twitter is not for open source support. That's sort of my general stance because if I get, if I open that door, 
where where personal email, Twitter DMs, and public Twitter messages are a place where people can get me to do things, that's going to make my life a lot worse and a lot harder. It sets the wrong expectation. But people still do it occasionally. It's not like the worst thing. But people do it. And I realize like they innocently did it. And like if I'm mad about that, like don't Twitter DM me. If, I'm, if I fixed it for them, I'm only feeding that. I'm, I'm affirming that you can do that. And I realized that I did that in this instance. So I fixed, I had it on my to-do list to fix today because it was, a, it was brought to my attention yesterday. And this is just one person who, who, you know, basically sent a Twitter, public Twitter support thing. So I fix it. And then I open Twitter. I haven't like published the fix or anything. I open Twitter and they literally threaten to switch to inertia <laughs> because because the thing's not fixed yet and they reported it yesterday how insane is that now okay so my reaction is like so i actually publicly reprimanded them a little bit in my way but understanding this is another thing that i have to always keep in mind is like a lot of these people i could tell it wasn't a native english speaker so i get that non-native english speakers say harsh things sometimes that they don't mean i've experienced that a lot enough to know to not take what they say as like again a native english speaker who would say that i'd be like screw you dude but if this person not a native english speaker i get that there could be some language and cultural differences that make it he doesn't view it he doesn't view it in the way that i view it you know so i get that so i i gave him a light-hearted slap on the wrist that was kind of like okay i fixed it and by the way here's a few tips like things open source you can fix stuff yourself and don't threaten people that's really dumb and and whatever and they and they were fine they were like thank you they and somebody somebody else kind of came to the to my like aid and was like don't threaten people that's really stupid like that's so dumb and then they were like just so you know i love caleb i follow his work i use live alpine like i really respect him all this stuff whatever and it's like okay so this guy just doesn't whatever doesn't get it hashtag get it somehow like whether it's language or culture or norms or upbringing or whatever just doesn't get it and that's a different thing so this is a complicated thing and it's something I feel a lot. And I'm, I'm interested in your opinion on this because again, I don't necessarily have an opinion. I just feel myself thinking this a lot and it's a negative emotion that I think it's kind of, here's another like weird way, a roundabout way to like link it to something else. If you go to, if you walk into whatever, some foreign environment, like you walk into, let's say, okay, I talked about the golf thing the other day. So I'm just going to use that example, even though it's kind of a weak example. You know what I'm talking about when you when I tell you. I walk into the golf shop with my bag, you know, on on me. My clubs are on me, and the person like annoying annoyed is like, "Club stay outside." Blah, blah. It's like, oh well, I didn't know that. You know, if that person, if this was an isolated instance, and I was in that person's house, or they invited me over, and I had my shoes on or something. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't say no shoes on in the house. They'd be like, oh, hey, yeah, if you don't mind, like, would you mind taking your shoes off? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, of course. You know, that's good discourse. That's like friendly, charitable discourse. But the thing that I experienced was harsh and expected that I should know better, even though I don't have the tools to know better and whatever. So I've kind of I formulated this in the past is like, you know, imagine from my instance, I'm like, this guy's a jerk. I don't know any better. But from this guy's perspective, oh, people come in here day in and day out and make the same, they they infringe in the same way. So the annoyance builds and builds. And when I experience that, I'm trying to think of better examples because there's a ton because I feel, I think this thing a lot. 
where it's like, oh yeah, this is one of those things where you're in this environment every day. You see these newcomers mess up in the same exact way every time and you're increasingly mad at them. And my perspective on that in those instances is like, hey, I didn't necessarily do something wrong. Your process is wrong in some way. You should recognize that new people coming in experience this thing. They're unknowing in this way. So A, your life is just going to get worse and worse, which is stupid. Like, why would you set yourself up in such a way that you increasingly think day in and day out that humanity is stupider and stupider? And this contributes to short-sighted people saying things like people are dumb. People are stupid. They don't get it. They don't have common sense. All those things. When I hear those things, they ring in my ears and it's like, okay, you have the knowledge, this isolated knowledge that the rest of the world doesn't. And it, it's a self-feeding thing. It puffs up your ego and it makes you feel important or better than people and blah, blah, blah. So, so yeah, my take on it is like, your life's just going to get worse and worse. Your view of people is just going to get worse and worse. And really what's happening is the environment that's set up has a flaw in it for newcomers. They step on a rake in this one way. So there's, so what you should do is either accept that this is something that is innocent and be really courteous about it or change the flow so that people don't step on this rake. Like this is, I'm just coming up with ridiculous examples. Um, a giant magnet on the door that pulls your clubs out of your arms as you walk in. It's dumb, but you know what I'm saying? The doorway small enough that clubs don't fit. Even a sign, signs are tough, but you know, a sign that says like, no clubs inside, please. Thanks or something whatever. Signage is kind of a weird one. Ideally, you solve it some other way. And maybe there is a way to solve it. Even like um, if there was a rack for bags with a bag on it outside the door, I would have seen it and taken the hint. I even kind of looked for that. And then when he told me to put my golf clubs outside, I walked outside and I was like, I don't know where to put the clubs. And I feel like I'm going to infringe in some other way. If I put them on this deck, you're going to be mad because they're in the way of people. If I put in the road, you're going to be mad. So I'll go put it on the grass randomly and you might still be mad, you know? Okay. That's golf clubs. But the point is, is that I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to sit here thinking the world is selfish and they don't get open source. And so that's why I like, I try to be charitable. So when I've seen people in the past, other maintainers kind of blow up at the world into the void at people and users and how they don't get it. They don't contribute back. They beg for fixes all day and then they complain about the tool you built, you know? But it's like, ah, yeah, you're right. But if everybody hacks this way, it's really something more systemic. So you can't really be mad at them and you should be more invested in solving the problem on a system level. And maybe there is some way to do that. Like maybe the answer is, okay, why don't people contribute the fix for me? Well, again, I mentioned these hurdles, this friction at the outset is like, you have to get this thing set up locally and you have to understand the code base a bit and you have to be able to run a test suite to write a test to know if it passes or fails and all that stuff. Do I put a ton of effort into the contribution guide? No. Into the contribution story? No. There's in fact things I've done that are directly against that. Like when I first released Liveware 3, I didn't have a way, an easy way for people to pull down the JavaScript resources and compile them. And it's like, that's a huge roadblock for people. But I mean, for me, it was like, I just need to get this thing out. I've since made it better. But anyway, I really should have a course or something, a little video series, maybe a tool, uh, livewire.contribute or something or whatever. Is that even a TLD? Something where a resource people can go and have their hand held because that's what people need when they're in that complete newcomers scenario a gracious handholdy way that I can just link to people when they want a feature accomplished. That is really the move is like, 
doing everything I can do to make it easy enough for you, as easy as I can make it, and provide all the tools you need to not have to just quote unquote or hashtag whatever, know what's up, you know? you I can't expect people to know what's up. So yeah, I'm here to kind of just talk about that feeling, that fix it yourself, that add it yourself. Um, yeah, it, but it, yeah, I mean, I've said pretty much, I've explored it, but just to recap, it's like my knee-jerk reaction is fix it yourself. But again, that's really tainted by the person asking me to make the fix. Sort of, I, I assess um, how deserving they are to make that ask. How much have they, how much of how much effort have they put in? How much have they contributed to me? How much do I benefit from them? I sort of assess those things. Just like this is just natural. This is people stuff. This is business. This is life. This is you. Somebody helps you, you help them. The reciprocity, you know, reciprocity and general like goodwill and charity, the way that, you know, this is discourse with people. So there's that element, but then, yeah, there's also the expectation, how easy it is for the other person. It's a lot of expectation. What do people expect? Everybody has a different expectation. Some people see it as like, so I could say, this is free and open source. Do it yourself. You want something? Do it. You're going to fix something? Fix it. But there's nuance. At every step of the way, there's nuance. Another area of nuance, what if I introduced the bug? You know, then it's a little different. Then somebody could be like, hey, you introduced the bug when you added this thing. Version 3.01 doesn't have it in 0.12 or whatever. You made the commit that introduced the bug. It's on you, you know? Somebody could feel that way. Where my And my default's like, yeah, I introduced the bug, but it's still a bug that needs fixing and I'm going to have to fix it anyway. You should fix it, you know? And there's that back and forth. Oh, I hate that because that is, that's that very, it just feels like that very primitive throwing of stones. You fix it. No, you fix it. Wait, but you, I don't owe you anything. Yeah, you do, you know? So yeah, that, that feeling as a maintainer, exploring that one step further, the feeling as a maintainer where you're like, fix it yourself. It's open source. It's for open for contribution, whatever. But again, I've been in the other seat shoes whatever and there's and there's another perspective that's like yeah you say that and it is open source but you benefit monetarily from it you it's your project that you you know shill and you want people to use you sh- you have the ethic of making a good product you should stand by that and make it a good product yeah okay i could contribute all sorts of everything but am i going to get money when you sell something Am I going to have some sort of ownership stake in it in some way? You know, so money makes things more complicated. Power and ownership make things more complicated. But yeah, at the end of the day, the ideal is people providing value to each other in sort of an equal balance. Um, That's the ideal. Recognizing how much value you extract from a framework. And the other, okay, the other thing, and I even saw something I think about all the time. I was watching, so the bun stuff, bun comes out. It's like, 10 million times faster than node and Dino and whatever. And there's all these things. And of course it ruffles feathers. It ruffled, you know, the prime Magin recorded something and it ruffled somebody's feather, one of the node guys. And there's, you know, just discourse back and forth and whatever, because bun people, they come and they're like a a lightweight alternative to a faster alternative to node. If you're on node, come to bun. It's just better, you know? And then, of course, there has to be a defense and whatever for that. But the reason I brought this up is because as an end user, you're like, okay, let's say node, the node guy. It's like, 
Okay, you want Node faster? Don't throw a stone at Node. Fix Node. Contribute back. Have a conversation with me. Try to team up with me, you know. From the from the consumer perspective, there... So I say all this to say because th- this was spawned from this thought process of like, if you're you, I'm going to bring it down to earth. You are using Livewire and you're... Ben- or let's say, yeah, let's just make it Livewire versus Inertia. You're using... which. You know, I've talked about how that's such a horrible way to paint it, but we're just shorthand painting it, especially because some, whatever, we're just doing it. Um, Livewire versus inertia. It's like, yeah, you're using Livewire. I want you to reflect on the value you get from Livewire, the hours of labor poured into it, the strokes of innovation and blah, blah, blah. And I want you to be grateful for that and recognize that you got all that for free and that you're making money from it when you charge your clients or you work for your company and it's just free value that you get. So you should feel indebted to me and contribute back a feature or a fix instead of blah, 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 right? Now that person, you, sitting there, struggling with Livewire, encountering a bug, might not think that way because of the existence of something like inertia. You might just be like, well you should make your thing better so that I don't switch to inertia. You know, like you should make your thing better. If you don't, I'm going to use inertia and then that'll be that. It's not, I don't have to, I'm not in, that's what it is. I'm not indebted to you because there's 10 things that do what you do. You're clamoring for my favor. You know what I'm saying? That's the opposite perspective is you are out there trying to convince all of us to use your thing. Okay. That's what's going on here. You're not just putting something out into the ether for our benefit. You are trying to sell it to us non-monetarily. And that changes the perspective and conversation. And, ah, it's just a deep one. And it's one of those things that when you're in a car and there's some situation where somebody like right outside our street is this situation where like I'm quote unquote entitled to turn left freely, but there's like a, uh, like a parking lot exit across the street. And those people think they can just turn right. Like they have the right away, but it's like, wait, but so I, I encounter this all the time and it's like, no, I get to go. I'm on a real street. You're coming out of a parking lot. And those people are like, you don't get to go. I'm coming out of this thing onto the road. I'm, I'm, I'm right in, you're, you're making a left. You have to yield to me. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's a, this person has one perspective. The other person have the other, has the other perspective. And it's solely because they're in that position that they feel that way. And you can't convince them otherwise because it's, it's a perspective thing. And this is the maintainer's plea or plight or whatever. The maintainer condition is a maintainer is going to feel this way. You're going to feel entitled. You're going to feel overworked. Nobody pays you for it. And they still ask you for the saddle with the horse. But you're like, I'm using your tool because you wanted me to. And I got a lot of stuff to do and you want to make your product good. So go make it good because I ran into a bug. You know, there's, it's just a position thing. So tough things, interesting to talk about. I don't have a super big takeaway. This is more of just, you know, you indulging me. There you go or carrying the conversation forward. That's what this is. It's the public discourse. Okay, see ya.